Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through Season 2, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw, real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, it's John from The Recovery Lifestyle. We're kicking off a series discussing Pastor Craig Groeschel's Dangerous Prayers. It's a book, a version Bible plan, and a Life.Church teaching series. If your recovery is hitting a plateau, or if your prayer life is becoming stale and rote, dangerous prayers are the antidote. These prayers are sure to convict you, inspire you, deepen your relationship with God, and move you toward God's purpose for your life. Enjoy this intro episode that we recorded at our Recovery Lifestyles meeting at Hills Church on Monday night, and stay tuned in the coming weeks as we unpack these dangerous prayers. Follow me. That simple invitation from Jesus. Listen to the words when, when, when Jesus calls Peter and Andrew, Matthew 4.20 says, and they left their nets at once and followed him. In Luke, it says they left everything and followed him. When Jesus calls James and John, the Bible says they immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Matthew 4.22. When he calls Matthew, it says, and Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Luke 5.28. So my question for us is, does following Jesus create this kind of urgency in me? If not, maybe I need to be praying more dangerously. So Dangerous Prayers is a book by Pastor Craig Groeschel from uh, Life.Church. And it's also a, uh, a Bible plan in the YouVersion Bible app. Life.Church is actually the creators of the Bible app. <laughs> and uh, our group, so we have like a virtual recovery lifestyle, virtual Bible study uh, that a bunch of us do. Um, and we go through these YouVersion Bible plans. And we did this one a few weeks ago. And um, I think I speak for everyone who was part of that. I said it was a pretty powerful Bible plan, and, and there was a lot of conviction. Let me read you something from the devotional. Jesus didn't just challenge others to leave their own wills behind. He, too, lived a dangerous faith. He touched lepers, showed grace to prostitutes, and stood bravely in the face of danger. Then he told us, we could do what he did and more. So the dangerous prayers are, search me, reveal my fears, break me, send me, disturb me, 
We're going to talk about each one of these. So search me. In Psalm 139, 23 to 24, David writes, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. You know, at first glance, you think like, why is this prayer dangerous, right? God knows this stuff. He already knows my heart. Um, And most of the time, I know my own heart. But not always, right? What does the Bible say about our hearts? In Jeremiah 17, 9, it says, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Well, God does. And you know, as addicts, we know how strong the pull of denial is, right? Blame, rationalization, avoiding, ignoring. I think God wants us to ask him to search us because he wants to reveal things in us. He wants to reveal stuff to us. He wants us to change. I think this is called conviction. And you guys know I like to say convicted but not condemned because there's no guilt or shame here, right? This is just pure love from the Heavenly Father pointing things out to us so that we can live into all he created us to be. So follow the steps. Search me, right? Pray, search me. God will point stuff out and then I need to let him lead me instead of trying to do things on my own. The next one is reveal my fears. So we're staying in this verse, search me, O God, and know my heart. This time we're highlighting, know my anxious thoughts, point anything out in me. I think this is where, well, the the devotional says, fear reveals where I'm not trusting God. When I read that, I was really convicted by that. It was like, wow, yeah, and I have fear and I have anxiety. That means I'm not trusting God enough. Listen to what it says in a devotional. As God reveals your fears, he will also build your faith. You need him. You need his presence. You need his power. You need his spirit guiding you. You need his word strengthening you. What you fear most shows shows you where you need to grow with God. What do you fear? What are your anxious thoughts? You know, for me, it's, uh, it's about not being enough or not having enough. I go back to that one over and over again. You know, last week, James talked to us about the Beatitudes. And, um, and then we started in this Bible plan on the Sermon on the Mount. And, and yesterday we had a question uh, where it was summarizing the first, the first four Beatitudes and, uh, and then it asked us to share what God was saying to us, what, what word he was putting on our hearts. Um, so Matthew 5, 3 to 6. <clears throat> God blesses those who are poor in spirit and realizes their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. And the word that I was hearing was trust. I need to trust, you know, with meekness, I need to, I, I need to trust him. I know, I know I need him. Uh, with mourn, 
I need to trust that he will comfort me. And on humble, I need to trust what he thinks of me, not what others think. Uh, and then with justice, I need to trust his justice, not my revenge. I feel like God is almost yelling at me to trust him more. And maybe he's telling you guys the same thing. Break me. You know, when, when I first think about this one and I think about some of the comments that we had when we were going through this devotional on the break me day, it was like, this one almost seems too dangerous. I don't want to be broken and poured out like Jesus was literally broken and poured out, right? But you know what? If you're here and you're practicing the recovery lifestyle, you've already prayed this prayer, either knowingly or unknowingly. Like for me, it was unknowingly. I was so broken when I hit my rock bottom. I wasn't a believer and I needed to be broken, to be saved. But you know, you, you guys being here is an acknowledgement of our brokenness. It's an acknowledgement of the pain that I've inflicted on others. I think it's a cry for help. And you know what? By being here, you are being used. You're being poured out by your shares, by your vulnerability, through your love for each other. And I think that this is a lot like step one for us. Right In step one, we admitted we were powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors, that our lives had become unmanageable. Here's what the devotional says. Jesus said, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Matthew 16, 25. Jesus isn't inviting us to a life of comfort and ease, but one of surrender and sacrifice. Jesus wants us to serve. And you guys know, Pastor Jeff has talked to us about the connection between church and service, right? It's called a church service. And, and we call it that because we're called to serve the body of Christ. The next one is send me. So this is a prayer of availability. For me personally, like I prefer to say, use me. And I think maybe that's because I'm scared that God might send me to some third world crap hole where I've got to share Jesus. And I don't really want to do that. Um, but I am willing to be used as long as it's uh, not so uncomfortable. And maybe I need to get a little bit more out of my comfort zone. But this is another one that you guys are embracing just by being here. Now, there's another level of, of use me, send me. But my point is in, in telling you guys that you know, you've taken steps on some of these dangerous prayers. Uh-huh just by coming to a recovery meeting. Um, and I think that if, you, if you're feeling like your prayer life is stale, or if you hit a recovery plateau, um, then earnestly praying for God to use you, and he will. In Isaiah, you guys know the story where, where um, God's asking who he can send, and, and Isaiah says, here I am, send me, right? Isaiah 6, 8. <laughs> Listen to what the, the devotional said about this. Notice, I did, notice Isaiah didn't ask for any details. He didn't ask God where or when or what would happen. This is why this prayer can feel so dangerous. God, send me, use me. I'm not asking for details. 
I don't need to know the benefits or if it will be easy or if I will enjoy it because of who you are, my God, my King, my Savior, I trust you because you are sovereign over the universe. I surrender my will to you, every part of me. Take my mind, my eyes, my mouth, my ears, my heart, my hands, and my feet and guide me toward your will. I trust you, God. My answer is yes. Now, what's the question? The last one is disturb me. And he opens this one with a challenging question. If God said yes to every prayer you prayed in the last seven days, how would the world be different? And this, is, this question isn't meant to shame us. Um, I think it's meant to challenge us. You know, am I praying for things that will make an impact for his kingdom? Or am I praying just to get through the day? And sometimes that's, that's it. That's okay. Because sometimes that's, that's what I need. I just need to get through this day. But when you're ready, I think that this is the break my heart for what breaks yours prayer. And I think it's a really good place to seek our God-given purpose. Because, you know, when you pray this prayer and you start to think about what moves you to compassion, what makes your blood boil, where do you see injustice and want something done? You know, in the end of, at the end of a step study, uh, there's a question that we have that says, if you knew that you couldn't fail, what would you like to do most for God in helping others? This list is endless. Protecting the life of the unborn, reaching out to unbelievers, fighting against racial injustice, pushing back against the liberalization of the church through progressive Christianity, helping people face their struggles, drugs, alcohol, porn, anger, helping the homeless, caring for the elderly, re rescuing kids from sexual slavery. For me, God's given me a heart to help men struggling with addiction. Or if you don't like the word addiction, it's really any habit that's keeping us from being all that God made us to be. And I didn't come to this willingly. First, I had to get caught in my adultery. I had to have my rock bottom. And then God used that. He led me to church. And I told you I wasn't a Christian. He led me to church. He led me to CR. He put the 119.9 purity ministry on my heart. And all that took years and years for me to make the faith steps. And then he used Chris, some of you guys know Chris, to persuade me to start the Recovery Lifestyle podcast. Uh, and then through more, and I rejected that right away. He had to keep asking me. And finally, a couple of years ago, we started it. Um, and now here we are, the Recovery Lifestyle at Hills Church. And you guys are all encouraging that and being part of that. Uh, and, you know, for me, none of this feels dangerous anymore. And so I wonder... If that means that I personally, I need to be doubling down on these dangerous prayers. Heavenly Father, thank you for this message from Pastor Craig Rochelle. Thank you that you don't force me to pray dangerously, but you invite me to follow Jesus with a leave everything behind attitude. Lord, I ask you to search me and reveal the things in me that I'm still in denial over. Show me where I'm afraid because I'm not trusting you enough. Break me so I remain humble and available to be used by you. 
Here I am, Lord. The answer is yes. What's the question? Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you. Because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.